Hello and welcome. My name is Rosie and today I am going to take you on a journey within your internal landscape. So we're going to be peeling back layer by layer by layer so we can get to the truth of your being which is your divine, authentic nature, where you're grounded, safe, supported, creative, courageous. Your heart is open. Your expression center is flowing. Your intuition is ignited. And you have an overall complete sense of wholeness. So before we get started, we're going to take a little history lesson with some Eastern philosophy, understanding chakras, the nadis, and then we'll finish out with a little learning with IFS and Carl Jung learning about the shadow side, the subconscious, before we go on this journey tonight. So in Eastern philosophy, they believe in the subtle bodies. So the subtle bodies being more than just our physical body that is here, present, and tangible. The subtle bodies including your mental, emotional, spiritual, and energetic bodies. So if you, were go, if you would go to an anatomy class and dissect the human body, you wouldn't be able to pull out any of these chakras or any of these subtle bodies. And the chakras being in your subtle bodies, the seven major ones starting from root, which is at the end of your tailbone, coming up to your sacral, which is in your pelvic bowl region, moving up to your manipura or your solar plexus that sits right in your belly, your abdomen, moving up to the fourth, which is your heart chakra, fifth, throat chakra, sixth, third eye, followed by your crown, which is right above your skull. And each of these energy centers allows a different form of energy to move through you. And sometimes there's blocks in the body causing an unbalance, or like a lot of us in the West where we really haven't woken up any kundalini energy at the base of our spine in that mula bandha, in that root energy center, then we just live in this state of essentially not being fully awake and attuned to what experiencing the human life can really, really be. So again, chakras, root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, crown. And what's beautiful about the chakras is that there's also 
nadis, these subtle channels moving throughout our subtle bodies. And there's over 72,000 of these nadis. And a lot of them intersect in your Manipura, in that third energy center where you're courageous and really, really stepping into your power. They're saying that a lot of us are living in the lower three chakras. And once our heart is awakened to what pure love feels like, what unconditional love feels like, then we can move that energy, transcend that energy from the lower chakras, from the base, move it up to the heart so we can live from the heart, living with more love, more compassion, more understanding, more union, and really building that heart muscle, really building your compassion, really building your divine mother, and treating yourself with that outpouring love that you have from within will just radiate out into the people that you meet, your friends, your family, your soul family, and everyone. And then you come back learning the art of waking up the heart is an everyday practice, just like you would practice anything else that you want to get better at. You want to do it on a continuous basis. So waking up the heart. And what's beautiful is that breath work is the gateway to really tapping into your spirit, spirit with a capital S, kind of like self with a capital S with Richard Schwartz, believing that we are so much more than just one person. We are this multidimensional being with different parts of ourselves coming up throughout the day, throughout your life, throughout your years, and just learning to have that higher awareness and recognize which part is coming up and then having the skills to be able to practice and actually implement different breathwork techniques, different meditations, different yoga practices, different movement of exercise into your life so you can open up your nadis, so those channels, the 72,000 of them, the breath work will help open up all these channels, release any blocks that you have in your chakras, and help you get back to balance, back to homeostasis, the place where you feel really rooted, really safe and secure, and you feel sensual, creative, empowered. You feel that you have an abundance of loving awareness, not only to yourself, but to others. You're able to speak your truth with kindness and compassion. You're able to lean into your creativity more and more and allow that to flow in abundance, allowing the energy to move to you and through you. And then once all of that is swimming in awareness, you get to this point where you really do transcend your energy from the lower chakras to your higher chakras. So higher chakras being four, five, six, seven, four being heart, five being throat, six being third eye, seven being crown. So you're able to live 
more in your parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest stage, because you're not actively being triggered by any fear, doubt, worry, resentment, frustration, anxiety, depression, shame, or any other feeling that you may be holding on to that's really, really weighing you down. And a lot of us have this going on. We let other people's energy affect us and we're carrying around the weight of something that really isn't ours. So practices that allow us the discipline and discernment to be able to provide ourselves with preventative, holistic modalities to increase our well-being, to decrease our stress, to increase our feelings of abundance and oneness and connectedness and just the beauty and awe of what it is to be a fully tapped in human being thriving. So there's different practitioners out there that will teach you different things, but what I really want to hit home is that we are all our own self healers. When we show up individually to take care of our mind through meditation, our body through exercise, our soul through gratitude, and our spirit through breath work and bringing in all of those modalities on a daily basis, then we can really work from the inside out to reprogram our subconscious, to create our inner reality so our external reality reflects that. And so that's what's so beautiful about Richard Schwartz's understanding of IFS, internal family systems. So he developed this back in the 80s when he was doing marriage counseling and personal counseling and people were coming up with all these different parts of themselves saying, I'm feeling this way today, I'm feeling that way another day. And it allowed him to really tap into essentially what Carl Jung is saying with the shadow side, the shadow side, that deep place in ourselves where we bury parts of ourselves that we don't think other people will love, other people will understand, other people will accept. And from that, we don't allow both our darkness and our lightness to be shown to the outside, which means we're not really living in our authentic truth and our authentic path. So once we shine that light of awareness for what really comes up for us, what is your shadow side? What are you deeply embarrassed or shameful or feel guilty about any feelings that you express? So for example, my shadow side, I can have a lot of anger, frustration, and rage come up when things just come up that really stress me out or are upsetting me. So when I was potty training my little puppy Hank, he would have accidents in the house and I would just feel this burning rage shoot through me because I was so angry at him for having an accident, another accident in the house. But then that higher awareness of me said, Rosie, it's okay. It is okay that he had an accident. 
in the house. He is learning to go potty outside. It's okay for him to make a mistake. So just coming back to that and seeing what comes up and then implementing the practices to help you relieve any of that pent up stale energy out of your system. So what really worked well for me when things like this come up are fists of anger where you're using breath work and movement and a meditation and then bakistra pranayama where you're using forceful inhales and exhales to really release all of the pent up energy and pent up shit that you feel so you allow yourself to be a clear channel of the divine which resides in you And with Richard Schwartz, he has been profoundly impactful in my life because I have had these inner feelings and inner knowings of different parts of myself that I felt embarrassed or guilty to have in my personal life. But he's allowed me to step in to understanding and more forgiveness and having patience with different parts of myself that comes up and then my meditation practice my exercise practice my gratitude practice all of it has allowed myself to really release these old conditioned habits beliefs stories that i've ingrained into my nervous system which has been since i was really little up into 31 which i am right now Because it's just a daily practice of coming back and letting go, coming back and letting go, coming back, seeing what story is coming up, putting in the practice, putting in the work, and then letting it go. More forgiveness, more love, more connection, more unity, more collaboration, more evolving. So when I hold spaces for people this is it we are tapping in we are turning on and we are dropping in to our subconscious we're prepping with breath work we're getting the body to be a clear channel and then we're dropping in with a guided meditation and guided meditation could be anything it could be a rooting meditation where we're describing a tree and really plugging in our roots to mother earth Or it could be a heart-opening meta-meditation where I'm sending all sorts of loving awareness through the script to you so you're hearing it, feeling it, leaning into it. Or it could be something completely different. There are so many different meditations out there. And what's beautiful is that each experience is going to be different. It's going to be different on how you're feeling. It's going to be different on how attuned you are to what's coming up. It's different on the practitioner that is providing the space to be held in the safe container. Depending on the music, depending on the sound, energy is a consistent change always. So my invitation for you today is to really just show up, show up as yourself, 
when I ask the reflection questions for deeper inquiry, get really honest with yourself. What is coming up? What is on your heart? What is buried in your subconscious that you really haven't wanting to bring to light? Sometimes change is really, really, really uncomfortable, but it's when we, when we can lean into the difficult situations with honesty and compassion, and then we can move through it as a stronger and more resilient person because we are plugging into our authentic self. We're growing, we're evolving together. And I just want to thank you again for listening and for being present on your healing journey. It is my deepest honor to be able to share the wisdoms of this practice from the deepest place of my heart to yours. Wahe Guru and Namaste.